Spider-Man, Spider-Man Does whatever a spider can Spins a web any size Catches thieves just like flies Look out, here comes a Spider-Man Is he strong? Listen, but He's got radioactive blood Can he swing from a thread? Take a look overhead Hey there, there goes the Spider-Man This is episode 665 for January 2021, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening theme is from uh, Tim Tamashiro. Uh, It's up on uh, YouTube. Just look for that, him covering the Spider-Man theme song. Dig it. I think he did a really good job with it. Before we get on to our episode, reviewing all these amazing Spider-Man titles, uh, we're going to thank people that made it possible if you're to listen to it in your home, in your car, in a plane, wherever the heck you are listening to this podcast. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, and they helped me pay the bills, so a big thank you goes out to Gene, Ghost Spider 2018, JR, Robert, Scott, a- Adam, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, James, Jimmy D, Josh, Kelly, Laura, Mohammed, Noah, O-Force 33, Sarah, Scott, Vinkman, Will, hashtag something good for you, Andrew, Bob, Craig, Dow, Datboy, Donnie, Jeffrey, Gru Comics, Hafskimo, Ira, JB, Jay, Jared, John J, John P, Curtis, Matthew, Michael K, Patrick, Ricky, Shane, Steven, Stuart, Symbiobro, Toby Z, Mitzi86, and Nick. Again, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, and you can get exclusive episodes. Uh, this episode, for example, came out two weeks early for Patreon members. So you could have heard us talk about all these issues a couple weeks ago if you were a Patreon member. You can also listen to our Sp- Spider Satellite episode. That episode lasted two hours. And I think we tackled uh, more than 15 comics in two hours. So that that's a good bang for your buck. One more time. Patreon.com slash crawlspace. All right, on with the show. Is he strong? Listen, but he's got radio. Hey, welcome to our first recording of 2021. And I hope you like the new Patreon open. So thank you to all those Patreon members that support us each and every month. Uh, Patreon.com slash crawlspace. Let's introduce the panel for the first show of 2021. We got Kelly. What's going on, Kelly? Hey guys, I'm good. How how are you guys doing? For are, it's it's been a long uh, 2021 so far. Are you sure it's not <laughs> December 35th or whatever it is? <laughs> December March, 45th. Uh, Mar- Mar- March uh, 200th and yeah. Oh, there you go. We even go back to March. My goodness. Yeah. yeah. Mike, what's going on? Uh, well, happy new year, everyone. Yeah. Uh, I'm also in the process of trying to decode the first two episodes of WandaVision uh, for an article I'm writing. Uh, <laughs> what? I yeah. said, I can help. That's why my phone's blowing up. Everyone's asking me uh, like, questions. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Kelly and I were just talking. I, I was only able to watch one episode tonight, so I'm really confused. I'm oh, like, yeah. how did she get stuck in the Dick Van Dyke universe? That's what my question is. But uh, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Dark Mark, you're raising your hand. Are you? Are you? Yeah, okay? I was taking my earphones off. I haven't watched oh, yeah, it yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, spoilers. yeah, yeah. No spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah, go. What's going on, Mark? Not too much. Enjoying exam week. Oh, ex- you, how are you having exam week? You just went back to school. That's how we do it around here in the South. <laughs> <laughs> hey kids, hope you enjoyed Christmas. Let's test yeah. you. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. 
Uh, JR, happy new year, my ass, it looks like, is what his uh, graphic says. Hi. <laughs> Hi to you, too. Are you doing all right, JR? Fine. I'm okay. fine. Oh, hopefully you talk more when we get to the issue where Norman is good. Never thought I'd say that to you. Uh, George and Ashley can't join us tonight. Hopefully they can join us in February. But uh, we're going to review four issues of ASM. The numbering is so confusing. Yeah. Uh, ASM 54 LR, ASM 55, ASM 56, ASM 57. If you go legacy, what is that? Uh, up to 50, 859 or something? Something like that. No, 866. Carry the two. Yeah. 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 Okay, anyway. so All I know is count, I got word. To count that, <laughs> like, late 80s Barbie, math is hard. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So like, Javi so like in the house. What's going on? Thank you, Javi. We'll have a good show. So, sure. so when it gets to like 900, are they going to count the lures or no? <laughs> oh, probably no lures. They ought to, with you. I think they'll probably have to join. Um, you. Yeah. yeah. Alex says, Howdy ho, gang. I've arrived. What's up, Alex? Bruce, Brad, where did you get that shirt? I got that shirt for Christmas. I got it from Kohl's. You can go online at Kohl's.com and pick it up. Uh, Hornacek says George is boycotting because of Carly's return. Uh, Hornacek is wondering if JR is still bald or did he grow his hair back since we checked in in December? Let's take a look. It's starting oh. to come back. Yeah. It's, come back. it's starting. I had, I had to shave it to, uh, to, you know, make sure that, uh, I didn't have any lice. So, you know, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I mean, that's All probably right. why Brad keeps his head shaved or whatever. It's because he's exactly. trying to keep, trying to keep those little critters at bay since I hear they're all over in Missouri. Yeah. So what you mean uh, the students? <laughs> Hornacek says no. count the LRs, the hoods and the point ones, et cetera. Let's not. No. Nah. no. All right, Mike, we got four issues to get through in an hour and a half. Take me through this issue, please. The, uh, the uh, no, the no, 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 uh, it's, it's the lure, the lure. lure. The yeah, lure. we're gonna lure you. We're gonna lure you in here. Oh, and lure, um, lure so this lure. issue is actually written by Nick Spencer and co-written by Rosenberg by um, I believe Daniel Rosenberg, um, also yeah. um, Vincetti, but it's also co-written by J.M.D. Mateus and Salvador <laughs> Sima. Okay, that's who didn't that's make the cover? What's up? I don't know. Yeah, they did a they did a percent of this book. Yeah, I know. They literally did like three or four pages of mm -hmm. of, of of this book because specifically they reprinted yeah. um, Spectacular Spider-Man 200, mm -hmm. the scene in which uh, Harry, as the Green Goblin, uh, kidnaps Mary Jane, uh, takes her takes her to the Brooklyn Bridge, or is it the George Washington Bridge? We don't really yeah. know because there's always confusion about. It. But it's basically it's a place where Gwen Stacy died, right. and of course Mary Jane's thinking, "Oh, you're going to try to kill me," and of course. And Harry's like, no, I'm not going to try to kill you. I'm just trying to do this because I'm trying to protect you from your hut from uh, from Peter Parker. Now, why you are we must, getting you this? You must say husband. <laughs> no. Well, yes. He said that that's one of my points. I mean, yeah, yeah. Not, only is this, not only is this reminding us that Harry still cares for Mary Jane, right. but it's also he literally does say – he literally calls Peter Parker her husband in this. Oh, yeah, he does. If you notice that. I so did not notice the Twin Towers in the back either when I oh, first wow. read it. I know, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so they just they, – they literally just kind of just – Oh, yeah. Reposted the pace of the pages. This is cut, oh, man. cut pace, man. But 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 specifically, if you think about it, this is if this is another little one more day hint because it kind of <laughs> suggested Harry still remembers that hey, this was you know the real continuity, if you will. Right. He doesn't say that to Peter when we come back to the present. Um, nope. Right. Nope. 
But speaking of the present, okay. um, that's when our not-so-amazing spider friends um, show up to the graveyard um, where Harry is based at. And who should arrive but the Sin Eater. And, of course, Miles Morales is saying, oh, what's the big deal? This guy is just a nut in a ski mask brandishing a shotgun. But they don't realize that uh, Sin Eater has basically juiced himself, has uh, roided himself up on Moreland's Shamba juice at this point because um, he's just, you know, because he's all big and buff now and he can, you know, smell him through across through space and time with his Moreland powers now. And he just starts proceeding to throttle him um, because they are spider totems and just, you know, and he just starts kicking their butts. And from in the midst of the fight, we cut back to the most, the more important scenes of this book, uh, mm-hmm. which is the conversation between um, Norman Osborn and Mary Jane, uh, because right. they're arriving to the they're arriving to the um, to the graveyard as well, because that's where the the Osborns have their family plot apparently. Right. And, then, and so Norman, of course, he's still you know acting like he's you know he's basically you know. As one of our page, as one of our uh, Discord servers say, he's like he's now he's still acting as the clean goblin, if you will, like the green goblin. Is there such a thing, Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Won't we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he's saying he said, Paul. He's saying to Mary Jane, says, "Look, I thank you, thank you for doing this. I know we're just trying to help, to help. You know, you know. I just want you know, you know. I'm, I'm really sorry for everything." And then Mary Jane's like, "No, no, no. Look." I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this to help. I'm doing this to help Harry, and I'm especially doing this to help Peter because of whatever thing you did. And second, I don't buy this whole um, that you just suddenly found Jesus all you know now because you're Norman Osborn. You're the freaking Green Goblin. You're always up to something. You, I can just tell because as an act, because says, as an actress, I know when people are hiding something in line, and you are definitely hiding something. And I don't know what it is, but you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, I am not going. But I do not trust you, and I will never forgive you, even with this whole thing. And, and Norman's like, oh, okay, oh, you know, kind of being, you know, being that way. Meanwhile, we go back to the uh, fight between the not so amazing Spider friends and 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 uh, the Sin Eater, who is no, now called the Order, aren't they? They are called like they're the Order of Fries. <laughs> they're going to be yeah. They're going to be called the order um, the, eventually. The cold order of fries. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> I called but, them the B team in my notes. <laughs> yeah, well, they're more like the C team at some point because they're yeah. still led by they're still led by um, Julia Carpenter, the worst psychic in the world, um, who it finally admits that she is the worst psychic in the world because she begins to realize, you know, even though I, she says that she sees the future, she oftentimes doesn't really kind of misinterprets it doesn't really know what it means until it's much too late and then she realizes but now she kind of realizes what she has to do so she goes up to senator real, real quick says, thank you vinkman for the super chat he uh yep. makes a note about an asm 121 uh reprints they've changed the dialogue from the george washington bridge to the brooklyn bridge to because it is the brooklyn bridge that is depicted there you it's go yep. so, thanks vinkman for the super chat too appreciate yep. that in any case, uh, Julie walks, goes up to uh, to um, to Senator and says, "Stan, Stanley Carter, I'm the one you really want." And so Stan and so Senator goes, "Okay," and he takes his Lincar magic shotgun and just blasts her. And of course, the way this works is that he absorbs her Madame Web powers. 
And at that hmm. moment, he can suddenly see the code, as it were. More specifically, preview pages from the next issue. <laughs> yeah. And so and, th that cuts and paste some issues from the present as, as yeah. we cut and paste them from uh -huh. the past. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah. And so, and as soon as he sees that, he goes, my God, Kindred was right. I'm just a patsy. <laughs> I, you know, this, I, I was, you know, I, you know, I, everything I've done was a waste of time. I, I have no business being in this comic whatsoever. And so, <laughs> JR, he's learning from you. He's making stuff up. <laughs> well, he's pretty much saying that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And so in order to take himself out of the comic, and this is why we get a disclaimer in the back of this issue saying about, you know, don't do this, kids. He right. takes his magic shotgun and blows his head off. And... By doing that, his the uh, powers he's absorbed goes back, and Julia Carpenter comes back to life, and she's mm -hmm. like basically saying, "I can't believe that worked." But you know, and after that happens, Kendrick shows up and goes, "Well, that was a complete waste of time," and just uses a set of pieces to basically capture all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and from there. Um, we then end the issue with the It's almost like the, the reader. He's like, well, that was a waste of time, but we still got your yeah. money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 And um, from the, we, the issue ends with Mary Jane going off to go to Harry and everything, go to Harry's if she can talk him down. And after she leaves, there's a voice that talks to Norman and says, it's not one of the voices he often hears in his head, but it's the, um, but there's another voice that's so. Um, are you sure she's are you sure this woman is up to it? And then Norman goes, Oh, absolutely, and everything. And then he says, Partner. And we turn around and see that he's working, that Norman Osborne is working with Wilson Fisk. Yeah. AKA the Kidman. And that's how the issue ends. Uh, my final grade this is. Do I want to give this a C minus or a D plus? I'm. Hmm. Mm. Uh, yeah. Too. yeah, I know. It's like. I'm I'm really I'm really torn. I'm kind of torn here. I like what Ryan says, and Julia proves she is the world's worst psychic again. Yes, she does. <laughs> yeah. I no screw it. I'll give it a D plus. I mean, Ooh, all right. Let's go I mean, yeah. I'm let's sorry, go around so. the horn, Kelly. What's your grade? C. Yeah, Mark. And I'm probably the nice one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark, what's yours again? C plus. C plus. J R. D plus. D plus. I, I'll give it a C only because of the Norman Mary Jane interactions. I yeah. mean, that, 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 that was the, my that was might be worth four bucks. That's yeah. my pro right there. And you yeah. know, and it's also a pro because it is the only relic scenes that have anything to do that actually tie in with what's yes. going on in the main books. Right. right. You kind of have to read those scenes in order to figure out what's happening. So you kind of wonder why did they put these scenes in this book instead of the main book? But yeah, oh, well, yeah. what's some other pros you got, Mike? Um, that's about it. That's it. <laughs> Kelly liked it with me on a C and Mark had a C, but Matt has a question for Kelly about her t-shirt. It reminds me of the Clone Saga cover by the late Tom Lyle. It's so, the old mobile game, Spider-Man Unlimited. It's yeah. just a tank yeah. top mm -hmm. with all yep. different Spider-Man. I bought it on accident because I thought um, Ben over here was Mayday. And, I mean, Mayday, yeah. Yeah, Sorry, Mayday. Right. And uh, it, <laughs> it, it is not. It is it has been. That's okay. But Still a I cool looking shirt, though. I like it. I like yeah. it. Hey, <laughs> yeah. cool costume. What are you going to do, right? Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a good costume. Mm 
So I set a pro, Mike set a pro. Kelly, what's your pro? You you had a higher grade There's, too. Uh Mary Jane. That's yeah. that's really it. She's there. Um, yeah. that's the only reason why it's not a D for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you imagine if it was just the side order of fries group? Um, oh, I don't know. I might, I'm honestly, because Julia does admit that she's, you know, nothing but the Long Island medium in a red, mm-hmm. uh, Carmen San Diego jacket. Yep. I actually, um, that's I actually might like give it a D plus in that regard, just because, you know, she, she's admitting the truth for once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mark, what's your pro? What do you got? You got anything well, besides Mary Jane and Norman interacting? Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I like the, um, uh, when Sin Eater realized that he was just a nobody in this whole thing. I think that's kind of <laughs> foreshadowing uh, what's going to happen with Kindred when he realizes that wherever it, the source of his power is just using him. Mm. So I think he's going to end up being, you know, much the same way. Okay? Yeah. JR, he had Norman in it. Yeah. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not it a pro? Did. Well, the um <laughs> well the, 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 pro, the pro in the conversation is uh uh that uh Mary Jane, you know, obviously knows what uh, realize or says what all of us know is that Norman himself is the monster. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the goblin is or you know the you know, however you say it, that Norman is a skin or whatever, and the goblin is the real, but Norman is the real monster. Uh, the, the, whereas the, uh, the other supervillains put on a costume, uh, you know, to give themselves the appearance of being evil and being monsters. Uh, Norman doesn't have to, uh, he's always that way. And, uh, that was, I mean, you know, I, you know, I always like to see that because that tells me the writer understands the character, um, of, of Norman Osborn. So, because I'm not so sure that everybody who allow those all these who have written him <laughs> quite understand that. So, yeah. Well, one of the things going on Jared's point, I did like the fact that she kind of that that she also Mary Jane also makes a distinction of what makes Norman Osborn different from the rest of the of Spider-Man's Rogues Gallery. In that, if you look at all of his, if you look at all the Rogues, even even if even the good ones like Doc Ock, they're always these um, failure. She calls them failure to launch types who basically put on this suit and basically try to lash out at the world. Whereas Norman, he had, you know, on, you know, you know, from the outside thing, he has everything, but he's still gonna, you know, but he still feels like the need to, you know, lash out and dot, you know, basically assert his, his, um, his control and on every, on everything. And I think that's a very, was a very good distinction. And, you know, cause that's when, when Mary Jane is, and the thing is when Mary Jane is written correctly, that's what, that's always what stands out of her is that she makes observations that sometimes even Peter kind of can't not see about others and everything like almost like, you know, so I, that was one vision. Now, if I was going to go into the cons of this, yeah, you can go cons. I don't think we have any more. I think no. we've gone around yeah. the bed and there wasn't much to well, gather up. Mark, I know you liked Senator's realization that he had no business being in the story, but that was the moment where it kind of like almost Spencer kind of telegraphed like, well, if you're kind of mentioning admitting that Spencer's whole that um, that Senior's whole journey from this point was a waste of time, then why did you have him come back in this thing? Why yeah. did you have the whole order that orders me where they go basically go Still more books, Mike? No, well, I, I know I say, it wasn't a waste of time. It's just yeah. he realized that what he wanted he was wanted. Yeah. For him, it was a waste of time. But- oh, sure, it was. Oh, yeah. 
I know I understand that. But if you think about it, you didn't even have to have the senior at all in this thing at all. You don't have to have the order of fries either. No, because the whole thing, because (laughs) what happened, because when, 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 when that during the end of that arc where basically senior absorbs um, Norman Osborn and Kindred shows up and then explodes and everything, there was no reason to bring the senior, keep the senior around at that point. So this whole right, thing yeah. with him, yeah, with this whole thing going with him trying to track down Moreland and everything and beating his guys, it was just, a, it, yeah, it just kind of like, wow, you didn't, you, there was no reason to have this whole side plot other than, like you say, Brian. Know, how do the Order of Fries recognize the power Sin Eaters is using as belonging to no- Moreland? Nothing about the powers is identifiable as Moreland-centric. Okay. Maybe so he it, sniffed. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't the whole, so it wasn't the whole team. It was just Jessica. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there figure out why Jessica can figure that out. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, because technically she's not. She's not technically not. Oh, really uh, Ryan says because Julia remembers her coma during Spider Verse. I don't know. Well, no, Julia. Can, Julia Carpenter could figure out. Jessica Drew technically shouldn't yeah. be a Spider Tone because she no. can, she had she had different. That's she's got her fire powers different, completely exactly. different. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's I'm like yeah. someone figured that part out because it was right. just Jessica. Yeah. Not the whole team. Any other cons, Mike? What else you got? Um, I didn't. Well, the art was a little bit can got a little sketchy yeah. at times. Um, except of course when they when they when they have still panels like that. I mean, I did like the part where Sinner realizes you know sees his, sees the code kind of thing. Um, yeah. But I mean, but yeah, it's not exactly it. Does, the style doesn't fit and everything like this. It's just like compared with the, especially compared with the art we're going to get in the next three issues coming up. up. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just a little. Mark will take you to task on the uh, the art on the next few issues. I mean, oh, I'm sure he will. So Jr., you gave a low grade to a book that had your favorite villain in it. How come? What's your cons? Well, I mean, just because you put a, a strawberry on a pile of pig shit doesn't make it an appetizing <laughs> meal. You know, I mean, uh, <laughs> wow, I mean, really? JR's cookbook is coming in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I, I i tell you well one everybody i'm, I'm going to give a con uh, okay. well one beyond the spider losers not belonging but that's an old con i'm going to give a con to nick lowe's um, insulting suicide disclaimer that mm. is idiotic it, well it's stupid because Why? for one the bad guy does it it's like he might as well have a disclaimer that says kids don't kill kids don't steal kids don't fart in crowded elevators that's wrong you know i mean come that on. should be in the comic personally <laughs> that should always be a warning <laughs> why do we gotta have this 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 uh the, the, the because of craven Bad well, guys, yeah. Bad guys do stupid things. Well, that's, technically, that's why they're bad guys. Well, technically, Jr. He's not the only one that does does this because Julia Carpenter yeah. technically, you know. Yeah. Exactly. But I think, yeah. So that I mean, I mean that I can kind of see why oh, you have to put a disclaimer in there. <laughs> you but, know, but. Come on, she ain't dead. There's no doubt. True. Come on, you guys. There's no reason for this. There's no reason. This is. This is. I don't know what this is. You know, this is pandering. Well, actually, speaking Uh-oh. to pandering, um, did they make any AdSense off of using it for you know? You, you know how like uh, there was that Buffy episode where they had to write a script to get it approved so they could get funding for it about uh, the dangers of drinking. Oh, I, yeah. 
So was this no. was this like that? Was basically they just needed uh, money to fund, you know, fund fund Marvel. So that's why they if, they threw it in there. I don't. I mean, we don't know. I don't know. If if yeah. I was to play Mephisto's advocate, mm-hmm. uh, I I would say that he did that just because he thought it would be a nice thing to do in the letters mm-hmm. pages. I don't think he had any alternative motives. If I was the editor and I needed to pad out because nobody's writing letters anymore except Peter. Uh, <laughs> I, need, I need to put something in the list. It's not JR. It's, it, it's, it's better safe than sorry. I no, mean, it, if it does save one person from committing suicide, but it's, it's worth not. It. It's I, not. I agree. It probably won't, but if it it's, saved it, one, why not? It's one. It's, it's almost, it's, it's self-indulgent and it's arrogant. You know, yeah. that, uh, that I would agree. you know, you know, kids, you have to have me to tell you. To not well, set forest fires, you have to have me forget, to tell you. Not don't to forget, though. There's also there's also p- potential legal thing too, is because they don't yeah. want because they don't want to go into uh, because it's some they, they don't want to get into any. I haven't, kind of, I haven't bought yeah. Craven's Last Hunt in a reprint in a long time. Does it have a warning label? I don't know if it does. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I wouldn't be, be surprised, that's a, but when it I wouldn't either. Out, didn't they have all kinds of issues? Isn't that how? Isn't that the reason why they lost their Walmart spot? Mm, I think mm, I, I have yeah. heard that. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Uh, Hornacek says instead of the uh, anti-suicide message, the comic could have used the page to print three more letters from Chi Town. <laughs> yeah, why not? We don't don't indulge the ego, right, Mark? Yeah, Hornacek. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're banned from the comment section. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are we ready to move on from that? Uh, in the long run, could we have just understood the story without that chapter if it wasn't even a chapter? Pretty much. I mean, you you have, but I, like I said, you have to take the the Norman and Mary Jane yeah. stuff out yeah. of it out of this because it directly ties into what happens later on. I mean, it's just yeah. you know because it's an important point. Um, I, I would agree. Yeah. Um. So we've now got uh, Kelly reviewing one of the prettiest looking covers. I know this it is an awesome cover. Beautiful, and they've even come out with a carnage one. They've come out with a variant red one. They've inverted it. And th- I heard that the uh, the reprint had more copies sold than the first one. All of that yes, cover. All because Man. of this cover. Yeah, uh, beautiful. But yes, exactly. So Spencer, Cleason, and Delegato. Um, uh-huh. The r- real quick run through is Kindred's kidnapped. Uh, I wrote the B team, but now I'm calling them O-Fries. Uh, <laughs> O-Fries. Uh, so Kindred has uh, kidnapped the O-Fries. Uh, <laughs> Basically, got everybody's uh, sitting really weirdly uh, for a dinner party. Like they're they, no one looks comfortable, especially not Gwen. Um, there's no padding on the seats. I mean, no, they're sitting really weird. It's, no appetizers. It's awkward. Yeah, I, I don't really understand it. Um, but you know, Harry really, really loves his dinner parties, guys. Mm-hmm. So he has to have this one again. Um, and. Harry really isn't impressed with this other Gwen because she's pretty much yeah. over it. And she basically just says, all right, just kill us now. Like, why do you keep talking? If you're going to kill us, just do it. Which same Gwen, I feel this. Um, so good on her. Um, but Mary Jane then shows up walking through the graveyard. Uh, MJ doesn't mince words, cuts to the chase. She knows Kindred's Harry. Harry invites MJ to the dinner party. Peter then punches him in the face. They fight, like always. I feel like this is always their dinner parties, too. 
that thing. always ends yeah. into the fight. Yeah. yeah. Goblins and nerd parties you just do not go well. <laughs> no. no. Um, so anyway, Kendra gets the betterment of him and MJ stops him from killing Peter again by agreeing to do the dinner. So they sit down. Harry's having the time of his life going through his college years. Like that's the only thing he's got going for him <laughs> and how, uh, you know, his best friend stole his girl after his dad had some relations with his and anyway uh so they're all having that and <sighs> harry's whining peter gets mad peter starts you know calling it out which makes harry mad and then <sighs> there's norman uh, is storming in um, very clearly getting ready to be Green Goblin, but we're not sure quite why, because last time, is he evil? Is he good? We don't know. Um, so he's coming in for the hell of it. Uh, Kindred decides he's ready just to kill everybody, get it over with. Peter begs him to stop. Doesn't really under, he really, Peter really doesn't understand why, uh, Harry is this way. Doesn't understand what made him this way. And Kindred mm -hmm. then gets mad because Peter made him this way and Peter doesn't know. And MJ is trying to tell him that, you know, Peter obviously doesn't know he's willing to sacrifice himself to save everybody. So like, let's just end this now and kill MJ, like mm. just kill me. And, you know, let's be done with this because we know that that's going to hurt Peter more. And she almost gets, uh, Kindred Harry to do it before Norman comes in and creates a very big fight and we think he's going to wind up killing MJ with a pumpkin bomb but it's really a flash of something else and then total darkness and that is where yeah. we end so there's really not a whole lot that goes on in this issue mm -hmm. but that's your conclusion. Yeah. So what's your grade? I gave it a C minus. And that's C minus. only because I like at least, I at least enjoy it as a whole, mm -hmm. but it's so bloated at this point that yeah. I, I just, I wanted a bang. Like I, I, you know, pun intended. I wanted a bigger bang and you don't get it. You get a mm -hmm. flash bomb. Yeah. Uh, we got a, what'd you say? C. Minus. C minus. Mike, what's your grade? Uh, C plus. C plus. Mark? A. JR? C plus. A minus out of me. I oh, like it. Oh, this be interesting. Yeah, okay. this ought to be good. <laughs> <laughs> so Ke Kelly, pros. What, what's your pros out of it? The coloring is nice. And of course, <laughs> I, I mean, I, so I really enjoy, I really enjoy yeah. the reminiscing with Harry and Peter and MJ and kind of going back over Harry's tortured soul. Um, yeah. But it's, to me, it was just like a little bit too little too late. Uh, because like I said, it just, it, the last half of the story just is so kind of convoluted. Like it, it could have been, if there was a better editor, it could have been streamlined a little bit more, I think. Yeah. And had a greater impact at the end. Uh, Mark, you had you and I had high grades for it. What's your biggest pros? Well, it's the exact opposite of, of uh, Kelly here. I, 
I thought the ending was just like, wow. I mean, we had Mary Jane dead. We had darkness coming all over the place where we didn't know where it was coming from. Yeah. Um, I just really, and I really like trying to speculate on, on what was going on. You know, Spencer's giving me just enough, but he's not giving me too much. And so I'm, I'm looking at, oh. you know, what, what all's happening here. In a, it, it was a good cliffhanger. It really wanted you to read the next one. Oh, that's yeah. true. That is true. I, I mean, mean but at the same time, though, it's supposed to be like, even though it's supposed to be the conclusion, I will say, though, that, that yeah, I mean, this was mainly a, this was a frustrating issue to read. Yeah. And I think for read, but at the same time, it's like you want to read the next one. I also is, it, did a, is this the last part of Last Rites? Yeah. Yeah. Last Remains. That's what I mean. But then we get into a post mortem, mortem thing. Um, okay, but okay. one of the things I liked about this was when during their cop, I mean, was when, when Harry's just going off about Peter and he not only mentioned, brings up Mary Jane, like you stole MJ for me, but then he brings up that question about should Peter have exposed Norman Osborne as a green goblin from the beginning? Yeah. And it was like, and you're thinking, oh, that's actually a good point. But then you realize, um, wait, there was a guy named Chip Sadarsky who addressed this twice. Uh, first was in Spectacular Spider-Man and also in Spider-Man Life Story, in which he pointed out that even if Peter did turn Norman Osborn in, it, Norman would have still found ways to, to screw, screw Peter over because Norman Osborn is, a, is a just a manipulative SOB, as, as, as uh, JR says. And so... So I do like the fact that when he mentions that, that Peter just kind of calls that Perry out and says, no, that's a bunch of crap. This is something else. Um, yeah. And, you know, so he's at least is trying to, you know, so you can kind of see a little bit that Peter's, you know, especially when you get into later issues that Pete, where Peter's, you know, starts to crack here at this point, mm-hmm. I think. And I think yeah. it's, so, so, I mean, it's, it's an inch. I mean, if you really like the sort of the, the psychological, you know, back and forth here then this is definitely you know it definitely yeah. has plenty of that probably some people would think too much <laughs> but well, um, i mean see this is my thing on it because thinking back on what dark mark said like yeah i think if you believed mj was dead then uh-huh. you were more compelled but i kind of you know especially because she had the earpiece and stuff and then we don't think mm-hmm. about this entire issue about her having the earpiece Mm-hmm. But like when I went to reread it, it's like, okay, yeah, she's got it in her ear the entire time. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it, and you know, it's very clear that she's saying, Hey, don't count me out just yet. Tiger at yep. the end. So like, yeah, I knew she wasn't going to die. And so that's kind of yeah. a large part of it. it's like, there's more layers to the story and the story is not mm-hmm. over. And I think the thing yeah. is, is I just wanted a good little bow before yeah. we jumped mm-hmm. off to the next chapter. Cause I knew it wasn't mm-hmm. going to be over, but Oh, right. Yeah. At least- Kelly, I think that's the big thing right there. The bow, the, yeah. the editor, I'm assuming is the one who did the, the we're going to end it here. The last remains exactly. ends here. Mm-hmm. And it, it gives that whole, um, exactly. I think that's what really messed a lot of people's enjoyment of the story up. We were expecting some sort of conclusion, even, yep. even if Kendrick goes that. on, and then we didn't get it. And I think that yeah. threw a lot of people off of what really should have been an enjoyable story. Right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, I understand it completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. JR, what'd you like about it? 
Uh, well, I did like the, um, I like uh, Peter putting his fist through Kindred's face. I kind of oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. Always like that kind of stuff. I liked, I like the callbacks to amazing 96 to 98, even though one <laughs> of them was misidentified as amazing 40. Uh, yeah. A mistake that shouldn't have been made, but, uh, anyway, um, yeah. but, uh, and to be honest, uh, well, actually, both one of my pros and cons was uh, Norman and Harry about to take each other on, which we've never seen before, and we still haven't. So it was like, <laughs> oh, boy. And then, oh, man. So yeah. um, they've argued, but they've never fought. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they've never gone mono e mono at each other. Yeah, I don't, I well, no, in American Sun. In American did. Sun. Yeah, but did. that was, that was, pff, that, that sucked. I mean, uh, <laughs> That was because one Harry had no. I mean, one Harry had no business beating Norman in that issue because there's no way he should have been. Ah, that's another thing. No what about Roderick Kingsley and Norman have never gone toe to toe either? Why haven't we seen these fights? Technically, they had though. They did that in that in that sequel to Hobgoblin Lives, didn't they? No, they 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 they, they took a few girly slaps at each other for. <laughs> But no, I mean, you know, no, you want to see a knockdown drag out. I mean, you don't want to see it as kind of a, you know, a, 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 a an offhand minor event or whatever. I mean, you want mm -hmm. to see it throw down uh, mm -hmm. and, and no, we're not, you know, yeah. I mean, Brad raises a good question. Why don't we get these crowd pleasing throwdowns? Mm -hmm. you know, because the writers are too self-indulgent to, uh, <laughs> you know, the, you know, to, to, to give it to us, you know, they're more interested in saying something than they are in just, uh, you know, you know, putting all the cards on the table and said, here, kids have fun. So hmm. Gary in the frozen is wondering why Spencer's just dancing around one more day. Why didn't he just come out and just do something with it? And that is actually leading to one of my big cons about this thing and the event so far. Are we, actually. are we yeah. good yeah. with pros, the Kelly and everybody? Are we good with pros? Should yeah. we move on to cons? Okay. Mike, what's your big con? What's oh. what See, the thing is, the way I kind of analogize this in, in the Discord channel is that it's like we had a big puzzle box. We kind of have an impression of what the puzzle's the complete puzzle is going to be. But when we open the box, we find several pieces of the same missing. Yeah. Um, because we know this is all connected with one more day. I think even I'm going to admit that now, even though I, you know, now with, with my whole thing. Um, but the problem is, and we know that what Harry became this way because of one more day, but we don't know how. There's yeah. a bunch of missing stuff here that we still have no answers for, despite the fact that we've had two years of buildup of this. Yes. And it's it's getting to a point where you so we kind of know so not, we know what the answer to all of this is, but we don't know the we, we don't have any of the links. It's kind of like what happened with uh, Lost. It's like, oh, this is a very intriguing mystery and everything. And then JJ Abrams got into the whole mystery box BS where we basically yeah. piled mystery after mystery after mystery on this thing, like, oh, you know. Yeah. And so, it's yeah. So what you're saying is that this is the this is the beginning of season three of Lost. Pretty oh, much, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I am. Who's the cloud yeah. monster? <laughs> yeah, who's the goat monster at this point? Why is there a hat? Who's Sawyer? Where'd the damn dog go? Where'd the kid go? <laughs> yeah, where'd Mary Jane's kid go? <laughs> where'd both of them go? Oh, Ellie, <laughs> what's your cons, by the way? Well, let's, let's hear your. Yours. I mean, well, I kind of already explained both my pros and cons. It's, yeah. you know, I, I agree with you guys. Like, there was a lot, I think, of potential and ability for a really great issue, but it was like 
because it's not really the end yet it kept being going. said that it's going to be the end it just kind of laid flat for me at the very end and it's kind of like okay well i know we're going into this next chapter but how can i be excited when this is kind of how we're ending the first chapter um yeah. and that's really my biggest con on it is just that's just the it it's almost like it it was begging you to have this payoff and then it just kind yeah. of uh it's like, it teased it's like a it's like a fart in an elevator, like to, to bring it all home. You know? <laughs> yeah, sure. There we go. <laughs> That's the weirdest segue. Uh, is is uh, anybody Mark- going to say anything, though, about Mary Jane's, uh, oh. you know, w- visiting oh, wow. the graveyard wardrobe, as well as the way she's walking? I mean, do people really walk like that when they're not on a runway or something? When I saw it, I thought two things. One, she looks like her first appearance with the skirt, and then she's wearing Gwen Stacy's coat. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I'm lo- what do you guys think on that? It's very I kind of wonder. It's I very what? Eighties on purpose, I think. No, yeah. no, eighties are great. That was crap. <laughs> I was kind of, I was kind of wondering, wasn't she wearing pants earlier? Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah. So. Well, she, she's. Ve- I'm sorry. Yeah, she. The face of Tiger was jeans, wasn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. um that that's very much a sixties look, the skirt mm-hmm. uh, uh. and the coat is very Gwen Stacy. So I, I, is that even Mary Jane? She survived the pumpkin bomb. Well, yeah, it'd be, but here's the other thing. We also get a nice little homage here. I mean, because I guess, I guess Harry's also a fan of game of Thrones because as Horace had pointed out, you know, Peter's sitting on, looks like she's sitting on the iron throne, yeah. but it's more like a bone throne kind of thing. Cause it's like all oh. skeletons and stuff. <laughs> weird <laughs> the bone throne well too, like, well too the way he had like the way Gwen was drawn on her chair was also very weird and it didn't yeah. make sense because it was like I guess the bones are supposed to be like holding her down mm-hmm. but it just really looked uncomfortable I, I'm i not like the fights in you know the movement in the fighting yeah. panels were really beautiful mm-hmm. but these like kind of weird stationary moments yeah. are very awkward yeah yeah in terms of gleason's really cut ca- i mean in terms of like cap simulating movement and everything he does it really well here and stuff mm-hmm. i mean but yeah it's just you know you know you know how about the fact that she's wearing norman's colors you know yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 That's another tip off that's another tip off of, the, yeah. of the, what's going on there too yeah, yeah. that's yeah. good catch Matthew wants yeah. to know if Kelly liked the Mary Jane series. Yeah, she did. I, I did, uh, uh, except the first the, half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't like the last issue yeah. before it got canceled. Uh, I, I actually wrote a review on the site that you can yeah. see where I was very confused by what was going on in chapter <laughs> six. So. so any other thoughts on this issue before we proceed to our third of four issues we're talking on tonight? Anybody, anybody else want to talk about anything? All right, Jr. You've waited fifty <laughs> plus years to have a nice Norman. Listen to the alliteration. Nice Norman. Does that just roll off the tongue or what? No. Clean right. Goblin is for was my was was <laughs> I, 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 I No, there's nothing clean, clean about Norman. <laughs> we saw what he did in the past. All right, let's. <laughs> oh man. JR, take me through Norman Osborn and, and uh, Wilson Fisk ripping up the mask of Spider-Man. Okay. All right. The issue opens with a flashback with our hero, 
Norman Osborn <laughs> plotting with the Kingpin. Because as mm-hmm. you know, the Kingpin is now the mayor of New York, and he appointed Norman as the director of Arkham <laughs> Ravencroft uh, <laughs> to capture Kindred. Because Norman Osborn knows what Kindred, the Kingpin wants Kindred for, and can use the Kingpin's resources to help him get what he wants. So Norman tells him, I have the perfect trap but I need something to trap him with. And I know that you have the means. Yes. The Kingpin says in my, well, I can't do Roscoe Lee Brown because I know about a plot device from a horrible, horrible blasphemous Nick Spencer miniseries. has yet to apologize for, and will never be forgiven for New York city was trapped inside the dark force dimension. We can use the spot for similar means. Norman says, let's go for it, pal. But remember, I get him first. Well, the scene shifts to the previous issues of it in the graveyard, where the spot is triggered to create the force field. And then we go back to Ravencroft in the present, uh, where Norman is talking to some weirdo woman with tats, piercings, poor fashion sense, and a dreadful haircut. And we learn that while Kindred can hear and communicate while he's within the dark bubble. He's just choosing not to. So the Kingpin shows up gloating about capturing Kindred and is preparing to torture him when Osborn steps in and says, wait, we had a deal and men of honor such as ourselves always keep our promises. (laughs) And the Kingpin goes, the Kingpin goes, do you think I'm as stupid as Spider-Man who you tried to screw after you you brought you after you got him to break you out of prison during Marvel Knights Spider-Man or as stupid as Spider-Man when he gave a clean slate to Dr. Octopus and Amazing Spider-Man 800 despite all the times Docs tried to kill millions of people? Do you think I'm that kind of stupid? You know, and Norman says, well, no, but you know me, uh, but you can't hurt him. Like I can hurt him. <laughs> Give him to me. And by the time I'm done, he'll be a quivering, slobbering blob of sickly, muling, girly protoplasm that he'll put on Hold his on skirt a second. Let me get and let you call him Shirley. There. We'll bow to your goblinness. Go. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. So the Kingpin says, oh, well, okay, you know, as he narrows his eyes and he looks at Norman and he says he agrees, but he says don't blank this up. So Norman tries to be nice. He tries to tell the scientist, will you please leave? I need some private time with the ghoul here. You know, and they just go all still doing their sciencing and stuff. And Norman says, please, I, I beseech you to allow me to have some private time with this, uh, this uh, demonic entity. And they continue to ignore him. So Norman finally loses it and go and, you know, talks in his outside voice and goes, I said leave! <laughs> now, I will do a dramatic reading oh of, the following, of, the, of the following page. Okay. Okay, let, okay, let me get in the character oh here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I knew he was going to do this. <laughs> Our audio listeners, JR is just looking left and right and up and down. Harry. JR looks slightly confused. Thank you. Thank I, you, everybody. I'll be here. I'll <laughs> tip your waitress. Try the wheel. I mean, okay. I, 
I, I could have given you some eye drops for some tears if you needed <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> them. So anyway, that took a lot out of me, folks. So let me, uh, yeah. you know, I'm just, that took about as much out of me as it took Spencer to actually write it. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, so basically, you know, it comes down to Norman saying, Harry, I didn't want to do this, but I had to. I don't want them to hurt you. <laughs> anyway, so we flash back again to the mausoleum when Norman throws a pumpkin bomb that seems to kill Mary Jane. But, you know, it turns out that's just a flash grenade because, as we all know, it was to create a little drama. And we know that uh, Norman would never, you know, he he's too good hearted to hurt Mary Jane. So, um, you know, but although he does say, I'm coming, Mary Jane, but I'm going to be a little late because I just tripped over Mark Bagley's grave back there. <laughs> <laughs> So while Norman and Kinder are fighting, then the whole mausoleum starts coming down around them, oh you know, God. and uh, Mary Jane, against her better judgment, escorts the spider losers out so that they will be assured to return to further clog uh, the plot arteries in the future. Uh, anyway, back to Norman and Kindred. I know my son is in there somewhere. And if you had killed those innocent people, it would have driven you further into the darkness. I know, because I've been there. But you, through the guy who had an entire boring-ass comic devoted to him and his snake-handling father that no one gave a rat's ass about, (laughs) through him, you have given me this gift, the ability to see you. I should bring Spencer down for this so that, like, you know, we can, you know, I can really uh, do, you know, have him to play off of. But uh, he probably said, <laughs> oh, you're crazy, Dad. Um, <laughs> but you've given me a wonderful gift to see you through the eyes of a loving father. And I know that's what you wanted to because everybody got their original sins back except me. So. All right, we get three boring ass pages of overdrive making move on Carter Cooper. Who gives a shit? Then a couple of pages at Feast Headquarters where Aunt May and Randy Robinson, Robertson are stocking shelves. Martin Lee crawls to the front door all disheveled, saying, Help me, he's going to find me. Fine. Cure Aunt May of cancer and be done with it. All right. All right. You're just like you cured Eddie Brock, you know. Is that how we're gonna do this? Is that how we're gonna go with the cancer? You know, anyway, back to Ravencroft. Norman continues pleading with Harry. Take I love, I love you do. Like, you go like a hundred miles an hour over all the other stuff. Anyway, back to Norman. <laughs> back to Ravencroft. Norman, to Norman, you know, could, uh, you know, says, "Think of what we can do together." No, wait a minute. Wrong movie. Wrong movie. Um, uh, we need, help me redeem. We can work together. Help me redeem the Osborne name. <laughs> and then we flash back to the mausoleum where Kendra goes through his motives. You know, I brought you here together because I want to make Peter realize that his ego and sanctimoniousness is, you know, creates all these problems. And I wanted to take the goblin from you because that was the only way you could feel pain, you know, and any regret for what you've done. But you're still not getting the message. So I'm just going to have to set another plot device in motion. But I won't tell you about it for about another 30 days. Anyway, all right, so the Secret Empire plot device happens. All right, they yeah. trap Kindred, uh, and Kingpin takes him away to Ravencroft, and while we're we're back to Norman talking to Harry, <laughs> you know, and then, then Spider-Man ruins this family moment, you know, and says, you and me, Norman, we need to talk. 
to be continued. You mean Spider-Man just finally showed up? <laughs> uh, well, you didn't care about him anyway. This was about our hero, Norman Osborn. Oh, so. my God. All right. So, by the way, when you were doing this, ES in the comments said, you missed your calling. It should have been theater. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody also said the only way you can do these reviews is when you. Oh, Josh said you got to snort coke in order to properly get in the character. Oh. <laughs> Good grief! Uh, Jr. would die. Uh, Jr. What's your, what's your grade, sir? It seemed like you liked the parts with Norman. I'm kind of confused. I'm, I'm a little conflicted. Oh, well, okay. one because I don't know if that's really Norman because the hair's Why? not right. The hair's too normal. Oh, that's, uh, you know, that's just bagly. The hair. Yeah. I mean, it's not bumpy enough. It's not cornrowy enough. It's not red enough. You know, it's well, that's not how you know that that's how you know he's good because he doesn't have the full color. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. Is. The hair is off, isn't it? I just maybe noticed there's a, Maybe there's a, oh, my God, Vinkman. He just, oh, Vinkman. I know, Vinkman. Oh, oh, oh wow, wow, oh. Vinkman. Oh, Something just, for JR's award-winning performance. Super oh. chat. Thank you, Vinkman. Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I kind of have to give this. I can't give it an A. I, I, I give it a B. I give it a B. So. Yeah. Okay. Let's go around the horns. Uh, Kelly, what's your grade? B minus. Yeah. Uh, Mike? Yeah, about a B. B's uh, B's Mark? A minus. Uh, what do I want to give it? It's not an A. I liked the last issue much more because it had Spider-Man in the amazing mm. Spider-Man comic, not mm. the amazing Norman Osborn book, but I like <laughs> Norman. Um, B almost B minus out of me. So Jr., what'd you like besides your performance? <laughs> <laughs> I love the head thing. The, the, you paid an extra, uh, you, some of your money went to one full page of up, down, over, left, right. <laughs> I mean, Stanley would have Stanley would have dialogued all those, wouldn't he? Well, you know, in a way, I'm I'm somewhat being unfair because comics is a visual medium, yeah. and a good writer can you know use that to. I mean, and theoretically, this is expressing Norman getting himself in character. Yep, you yeah. know, we're kind of like, cause I'm not, I'm not, I mean, and this is, this actually shows what a really poor prognosticator I am. Cause I couldn't tell you, I wouldn't bet one way or the other, if Norman is really good or not, you mm -hmm. know, because you never know, you never know with Norman. And it's mm -hmm. almost like, you know, the first panel, you know, is him, you know, that's Norman. And he's like, oh, okay, I got to put my, uh, got to put my good face on. Got to put my, uh, my, uh, yeah. oh, I'm so sad face. on. Okay. <clears throat> uh, okay. Do I have it now? No, 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 no. I don't have it now. <laughs> He's Do getting in the character. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but in, in a, but it kind of falls flat because we're just getting way too much of that, you know, to yeah. be honest. Um, Wasn't the, the previous issue, just the opening page is just all black with like three words on it, like text. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But this money seems money. like a waste of money and padding and I just well, don't like it. And, and we're getting multiple pages of reprints of a spectacular yeah. Spider-Man 200, which I, don't know that we need all uh, frankly i would have actually liked to seen a new if we were going to redo it i would have liked to seen the artist do a new take on it or something. That's what they I used to do i you mean know, I, we've I, seen that, we saw ramita's take on uh ditko's origins they used to have the artist redraw the the mm -hmm. section we're talking about instead of reprinting yeah. it 
but I guess my pro, my one, my big pro would be that we're actually having somebody else have a conversation besides uh, Peter and Kindred that somebody else is actually talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I think deep down there is some of it, even if Norman's faking uh, deep down, I think part of him, there is a very, 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 very yeah. small part of him that feels this way. Uh, but wow. uh, Th- thank you again, Vinkman. Uh, yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm glad mm-hmm. MJ's getting a pumpkin bomb in the belly turned out to be a fake. Because yeah. if that had been real, I probably would have rage quit the title for good if I hadn't already quit last year. See, the thing is, that's one of the reasons why I did like this issue is because we got a bunch of nice little twists here. I mean, aside yeah. from the MJ twist, the the Norman twist, it was sort of a d- that double twist there. Yeah. The because I know when we, after the past three issues, I was like, wait a minute. So you know, Norman basically somehow faked being being you know being with you know being good, and then so it's like, oh, but oh no, maybe he is good. And so I kind of liked that this idea that he that even when he's supposedly a good guy, he's still kind of manipulated. I yeah, which is, in, which he, is interesting. Do you like that, Jr.? What, what's your thoughts on nice Norman? I mean, even when no he's nice, nice he can't really be nice. There is no nice Norman. Yeah, mm-hmm. there, there is no nice Norman. There may be a yeah. Norman Osborne that doesn't. There may be a Norman Osborne that you know doesn't go out and kill people for you know grins mm-hmm. or. But uh, there's no nice Norman Osborne. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, you know, there's I always no, no redeeming of the soul. No, he's not. He's an evil person. And, and yeah, uh, right. you know, I mean, it'll break my heart when it becomes evil again. But, um, <laughs> you know, he, he would have been uh, he, he would have been even if his wife, I think, well, like one of the I've always wondered, you know, like if his wife had lived, what kind of person he would be. You know, he wouldn't be a good person. Mm-hmm. He would just kind of be a different kind of evil person. But part yeah. of me would always part of me always likes the idea that Emily was really Lady Macbeth. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, we always see her, we always see her, you know, like, oh, she was this angel, you know, and she died and Norman was, I, I just wonder if maybe he would have been worse if she had lived. If yeah. <laughs> So, but didn't, that, didn't he sort of come back? Like whatever. We, we don't, we don't. Yeah. That was slot. Kindred, by the way, okay. yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but I do, but I think, but the thing is what you're saying, Jerry, are about the idea that Norman is still kind of a bad person, but I would argue that at this point even if he's you know even if he's fake or not he does feel guilt in this moment in a sense yes. which is something which is actually which that's new yeah because he is kind of because i mean it does harken back i think to maybe like earlier times where, where norman was especially during um those days where we thought harry was was when harry was supposedly dead dead for good and so he had that kind of that guilt-ridden thing like he wanted revenge against what happened to his son and so he kind of mm-hmm. felt you know so there was so there is some of that in the surface here what he's saying what he's yeah. saying here, that, that, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so i think there is some sincerity here in what he's saying yeah. to harry but, yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up, Mike, because that reminded me of uh, the end of uh, Amazing 98 when mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. when Spider-Man forced Norman to see Harry, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, seeing his son just I mean, again, you know, be, being a father, you know, I mean, just and yeah. seeing his son on death's door like that broke him you know, broke mm. the green goblin. I mean, it was enough to, it was a kind of like the Martha, you know, it was a, it was, it was Norman Martha <laughs> yeah. moment uh, that broke through his psychosis. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, you're right. There is some sincere emotion, some sincere feeling, but I've, lo- I've lost track where we are. Are we on pros or cons? What, what, what happened? That we're just, we're, we're on, on JR con. ramp. We're on JR. We're on J- <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's hit, here's some pros. Uh, who had the I highest grade? Okay. Hit Mark. What haven't we talked about? 
Um, there was that one section where, um, as as the dark force is closing in on them, he he says something about you guys need to understand you know, your sins. You need to you need to remember what you did. But you know that's leaving Norman also like what I don't I don't know what you know. Mm-hmm. I, I know I was a bad dad, but I know that. So what is it I don't know? And um, some some of the best Spider Man um, uh, commentary is on our own front page, and it's mm-hmm. I wish it was me, but uh, it's the is the readers there. They're they're putting in all kinds of stuff. What could it be? I don't think the whole deal with the devil is Peter's sin that he can't remember. What I think there's think something else going on. Uh, I think the deal with the devil plays into this. But I don't think it's the end all be all thing. Uh, the thing that, you know, Doc Folsom on our page, he said um, one of the things that they both can't seem to remember is the killing of uh, baby May. Oh. You know? And that the only thing we couldn't do is figure out how does that apply to Harry? You know, why, why is Harry, you know, why is that his breaking point? But uh, it might not even need to be his breaking point. It might just be that, uh, you know, Harry just, you know, is wanting them to all pay for everything. And this is one thing that they both don't, they don't remember because of that deal with the devil. Maybe because Harry has so many kids, he thinks <laughs> the others should be bothered. Yeah, he can't remember one. all of them. Mary Jane and Peter, can't you remember the one you guys had? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> So if uh, I, I've read also that people are confused, which nor, I mean, which uh, Harry this is, is this Harry Lyman or is this the, this is Harry Osborne, Harry Lyman. We haven't seen yet in Spencer's run. Right. Uh, well, actually I do think that I, I kept saying that we're assisting they were one the same. I mean, and I think what happened next issue kind of falls into it. I think what I could probably okay. explain at some point, it's yeah. kind of complicated, but yeah. Um, but we had a question from Matthew. What Jay uh, wants to know what they uh, Jr. thinks of Emily Osborne's return. I'm not convinced. Uh, if I were the writer, I would say, "Ah, oh, Norman cloned her." That's what it was, <laughs> and <laughs> I would there. forget it. That's I would the, forget it. That's, that's a bad. be all and end all Spider Man. I was a clone. Forget about it. Could be a Harry oh, Lyman's demonic handler coming back just to make sure he's safe. <laughs> the mother handler. Yeah. Yeah. That was such a slot thing. Oh my lord! You know, I mean, mm-hmm. sacrifice. Was- throwing throwing something away just for a shock moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. It- Ad- yeah. Adam says we're at the JR riffing section of the show. <laughs> it's like free form jazz when he talks about goblins. Uh, <laughs> uh, Matt, feel free. You can ask us a question, uh, but except for JR, he's not asking it to you, JR. So you're out. Uh, Adam says, Harry has a bunch of baby mamas. Um, too. You. Who's his other mama? Um, Lily Hollister. Yeah. Oh, Liz, uh, y- yeah. 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 He's got Liz and Lily Hollister. Yep. Yeah, he likes the L's. <laughs> Just like Superman. There you <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> Thoughts on the Child Within story? One of my favorites from Jay D. Mateus, right? And Salby mm-hmm. Sema. JR, you like that one? Oh, oh, down. Why? Oh, that's where the spider history of its own. I don't want to get into it. We've only got mm-hmm. we've only got thirty minutes before Facebook. Thirty minutes. Off. Okay. Any other thoughts on this issue? Should we go on and then take go. questions from everybody at the end? All right, Mark, you ready? This I'm ready. Here. This one came out last Wednesday, ASM 7, which is Legacy, what does it say there? 858. All right, take all right. Kindred's narrating, and lets us know that it is all over. Finally, all these issues, it's all over, and tells Peter to enjoy his happy ending. 
which he attempts to do by sharing an intimate moment. In, intimate's wrong word. Uh, he's in the graveyard uh, by sharing a touching moment with MJ. At which point, the Order of the Web uh, shows up and gets all in Peter's face about him owing them an explanation uh, for what was going on since they had to stop what they were doing, their own comic books, and come and butt in uninvited. And uh, he just kind of hems and hauls. MJ tells them to all go pound sand. Now we fast forward to where last issue left off, and Peter gets all in Norman's personal space and tells him in no uncertain terms that the Osbournes are losers. They always have been, always will be, and he's tired of being saddled with them all. Norman tries to guilt Peter into being uh, into helping Harry, and Pete's response is that he feels Harry should just be left to rot. And when Norman tries to stop Pete by putting his hand on his arm, Pete goes all bone saw in his rear and leaves Norman <laughs> in a bloody mess. Bone saw. <laughs> nice. This makes Kindred smile. And this pathetic loser tries to make us believe with his little captions that he's right where he wanted to be all along, trapped mm-hmm. in a dark force box. Meanwhile, Carly finds herself alone in the morgue with Kendra's bevy of bodies and uh, as a personal favor to MJ when she discovers that there are 11 bodies instead of the 10 that should be there. And then she uh, uh, opens up the little sheet. She gets super shocked and she immediately thinks that she has to call MJ. She's very frantic to get to MJ, but before uh, she can get through to MJ since MJ cannot be bothered to pick up the phone. A giant centipede rises up and it does. Hopefully, hopefully kills thing. Well, we have no idea because Bagley's are, it just <laughs> rises up and Carly drops her phone. That's all we know that happens. Uh, it could just be she's scared of bugs. We don't know. We don't, we had no clue what happened. He could have gone through her. It could have, well, we don't know. Anyway, um, and then uh, uh, Pete comes home to MJ and uh, in a nice little bookend to the opening narration confirms that this is far from O. Okay. A. This is an A. Great. A. Oof. Okay. A. JR? I, I, give it, I give it a B. Mike? Um, about the same. Uh, uh, Kelly? B. You want I'm, to give it an A, Brad. You know you do. I, I don't. I, the The quality for me is going down since that 55 issue. No, mm. It's just the art quality is going down. The story is just <laughs> no, I feel like Bagley. I don't think the anchor is being, or the colors is being very nice to Bagley on these two yeah. issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to go C+. I read it, instantly thought nothing happened. And I, what what advanced in this issue? Not a damn thing, except Carly. The, the Carly thing, yeah, which... Goes into no, a whole I bunch mean, of theories on there, which I think is, you know, which. Who, okay, let's go around. Who Who's in the morgue, Mark? Who's the extra body? What's your opinion? It is Harry Lyman. Okay, Kelly's who, who's uh, in the morgue? I, I believe it is a Harry. I just don't know which one. What if it's a baby? What if it's May? Nope. Why? Yeah. Why would it be like it was a grown adult? Like a baby would be very tiny. Do, do we know it's? Did we? Did bag no, we don't really get to see. No, no. Okay. Yeah, we can't tell how big it is. I don't know. It just it uh, looked like it was uniform with the rest of the bodies. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, Mike, who's in the in the body bag? Or it the is morgue? the original. It is the original Harry Osborn who died in Spectacular Spider-Man Two Hundred. The what Harry that? Osborn we the Harry Osborn we've seen has basically been resurrected by I think Mephisto. Without any memories of that, he was brought back as kind of a sleeper agent to kind of keep Mary Jane and, and Peter apart. But when he saw his own body, which I'm 
sure he investigated because after all his mother supposedly come back so he goes there once he saw that body that's when that would it created a trigger and that's how he became kindred yeah okay. uh jr who's in the uh, the morgue i like mike's theory yeah you think like it's that. harry osborne huh it's gotta it's a harry something <laughs> mm. <laughs> yep. uh mario yeah. thinks it's peter it could be peter why not peter died how many times in previous issue yeah yeah Hornacek says the 11th body is Ethan from Lost. <laughs> I, I don't even know who Ethan was. And I watched every episode of Lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Mario wants to know why would Carly call MJ if it was Harry? That why not call Harry? Harry is Carly's whole connection to this whole mm-hmm. book. You oh, know? Yeah. So if she sees Harry there and she knows, we can assume she knows Kindred is, is Harry. I mean, we can well, assume. No, no, if MJ gave her the the personal request to right. go and look at these bodies that she said, Kindred is Harry. So if she sees Harry, that's a big shock to her. And well, she would probably want to call, call Mary Jane right away. She can't call the police. Yeah. Yeah. Adam says, what if it's Norman Osborne from ASM 122 or oh, 121? Yeah. Right. And Norman uh, after the nineties was a clone. Ooh, Jr. Take it. I was about to say, you talk about uh, uh, throwing lighter fluid, lighter fluid on all those boxes over there, and uh, <laughs> set it on fire. I really, mean, that that would that, piss you off that bad. But that could make sense about the fact that he didn't get his sin back. Mm-hmm. Ooh, if he's a clone, because he doesn't have a soul. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Jr. Would the- that make you quit? <laughs> Sorry. That'd be that'd be pretty upsetting. Yeah. By the way, by the way, right. if you know, if you notice what 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 is interesting about this is that. When Kindred is shown in that dark force thing, he only has one of those centipedes on. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like basically, so I'm thinking Carly's not dead, but I think she has either now become Kindred's outside person on the outside now, basically possessed now, or she could have been a sleeper agent of his from way back in five since 545. Nah. <laughs> well, think about it. Remember, if you go if you go back to that dream of there that Peter had of that flashback in the 545. They were deliberately kind of showing that the fact they kept sh- they showed that Harry and Carly and Lily were coming in together, and almost like that he would that in other words he was per- if it, if I'm thinking right that Harry was brought back as a means of ensuring that the Mephisto deal stayed intact. That that meant that he had to bring somebody along, and who better to do that to keep trying to Peter and MJ apart than another potential love interest that he Mar- could use. Mario, yeah, but what if it's the Aunt May from ASM 400? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We couldn't tell if she's decomposed or not. That's what she looks like. Um, let's see. Uh, now, Brad, we had uh, some discussion. Aqua on the front page, he said that uh, he thought when Kindred said, I'm right where I want to be, what he really meant was he's in the morgue. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, I, yeah, that's a good, the, that's the, a good the only thing that kind of made us question was right after he says that he smiles while he's in the dark force, but that's I mean he's kindred. He could be in two different places yeah. or I was just thinking as I was, as we were going through it, if he used spot to make the dark force bubble and if dark force is inside of kindred, cause we know kindred can, hop around and teleport, which is mm-hmm. how cloak teleports, right? And use dark force. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Then then it's quite possible that Dark Force does nothing to hold Kindred. So he's just kind of like whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in chat says it's Sissy Ironwood, damn it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I missed a comment earlier. I can't find it now that because the comments are flying in. 
Uh, someone asked what I thought of spot being used in the issue. And I've said it before on the show. I think spot is an underused villain. I think he oh, absolutely. has the potential to be very cool. And I like that uh, Spencer used spot in here. Yeah. Technically he should be far more dangerous than he actually He should. Is. He should. So, uh, Adam says, Jesus, it could be anybody who ever died in the book. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I mean, but again, Harry's the one that kind of fits, I think, in, in, on the line. But why, in, why does Carly call MJ for Harry? Wouldn't wouldn't it make more sense if she called him for Peter? Well, she did say that she had been asked to do this special task, and I feel like she was asked by MJ, so that's who she's calling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because remember, because remember, MJ did ask the question: Why would Tinder be Harry? We've seen Harry; he's fine. He's with Liz. He's you know, why would he be doing this now? So, yeah. so that's kind of a point. Yeah. yeah so we know it's somebody that Carly would recognize and we yes. know it's somebody that, um, uh, should not be there. So we, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's definitely, it's not somebody that's the standard fare of who we yep. expect. Kendrick oh yeah. Have dug up. When mm -hmm. we, when yep. we do pros, which I think we are now, the pros yeah. is I like the debate that we're having that we all give a damn. Mm -hmm. We're not, this issue has intrigued us. Granted, right. it stretches and it's it's going on longer than I think it should, but yeah. we legitimately all care who the hell's in the body bag. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So other, what other what other pros do you have since it's you're reviewing the book? Oh um you I gave it an A, I, I think, right? Yeah, I gave it an A. I, mean, yeah. I, I love the whole thing uh, of it. I mean, I, I love this whole, you know, who's in the who's in the bag. I love the idea that if Carly's in danger, we're going to get Overdrive and his own little special, uh, you know, o, OD, dot OD issues coming up later where he's going to be going after her. Um, yeah, I, I love Spot uh, being, yeah. a, like, he was last issue, but to me, I, I just, I'm loving everything that's going on. Um with, with how this is with this is playing out, I mean, it's playing out slowly. But I'm in here for the long haul anyway. So if I'm paying four bucks and I'm getting a story that I can predict and and or not not that I can predict, I can have fun trying to predict and and it's generating conversation on the front page and it, yeah. this is exciting. I'll pay four bucks for that. Uh, you know, all, all year long, if I'm getting that, if, and, and still not get the the final issue of this Kindred thing. I think, yeah, uh, but at my age, enjoyable. I can't wait that long. I'm not in it for the long game. <laughs> I'm only in it for the inter short to intermediate game. <laughs> I like what Hornacek says. He says Spencer definitely listens to the podcast, so he used Spot because he knows Brad likes him. And Adam says Hornacek Spencer also told Marvel to have the books have good covers, so Brad would give them higher ratings. Um, the other thing I think, um, what I also like here, and I think it's, it's how Peter is affected by this, how, what happened, because he has got to the point where he says, you know, I am sick and tired of having to basically, you know, help Harry he says, it's not my responsibility anymore mm -hmm. that it's at some point you got to take responsibility for yourself. Ironically, if mm -hmm. this is have something to do with one more day, and technically, this might be Peter's fault about what's happening to Harry. So that's what's kind of what's interesting about this. But I do like yeah. the fact that he is that he's kind of that Peter kind of, you know, toughened up here and basically just said, no, look, I'm done with all this crazy. Um, and I do like the idea that he, and he said, I can't remember. I can't don't have the page in front of me. But when he says to Norm, he says, there is the, the two essentially there is you, you and your son do have something in common. 
you keep blaming me for your own problems. Yeah. Which I thought, yep, that's, that's pretty much, you know, that's pretty much it. And so it's like, you know, in a way, although yeah, beating up a guy who's kind of an old, you know, man at this point, you know, it's kind of like hard, but at the same time. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, I did like that, you know, showing that. How I, it, I'm it, glad it, that when he when he's saying that about, uh, you know, you guys need to get take care oh, of your own issues, that he doesn't go into this. Oh, I can't be with Mary Jane because every time I'm with somebody, I just cause some pain and problems. I mean, that's what we would have gotten if this was a CW show. And <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm hoping Spencer's not going to end up going in that direction. Yeah. Uh, Matthew says, I'm confused as to how everyone seems to know Peter's identity now. How do Harry and Norman know it again? Did Fisk see him unmasked? Help uh, me out. No, so Fisk, Fisk didn't see him not. Yeah. yeah. Fisk doesn't know. Um, Norman, Norman, know, Norman knows because uh, Jonah slipped and uh, gave it away in yeah, like issue 798 or 799 when he yeah. said you know yep. you, you threw his girl off a bridge and that got Norman thinking yep. um, yep. obviously Harry is something's going on with Harry <laughs> you know I mean if if he's from the dead or whatever so yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, I mean, but the spider buddies have have I don't know how the hell they found out. The Order of the Fries. Get it right. From the uh, Spider-Verse. Why wouldn't they know from Spider-Verse? Why Spider-Verse? Oh, Spider-Verse. Different versions of the the guy. I mean, Cindy would know. Um, Yeah. Well, yeah, Cindy knows. uh, Gwen knows. Miles knows. um, Jessica Drew would know because they were teammates on the Avengers. Um, Then you got – I don't know if that's uh, Ariana. Is that Ariana that's – Corazon, uh, Aranya, or Anya, Aranya, yeah, Spider yeah. Girl, but we that's, don't that's the only one that's really. I'm kind of debating on because I don't know. But, but then again, she was part of Spider Verse too, and of course, she, she was. Would know, thank you again, Pinkman. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, he has a question. I recall Tombstone snapping the Spot's neck in Tangled Web. How is the Spot alive again? My memory of the brand new day era is a little rusty. That or mentally blind. Good. Yeah. Tangled Web is just kind of out there. <laughs> it's out there. What? Maybe it's in continuity. Maybe it's not. But it's it's out. There. If I remember correctly, in Brand New Day, he he was in one of the first few issues. It probably yeah. would be addressed in there, if I remember correctly. But no, I, I mean, Brand New. I think Van Van Lenty wrote that spot issue where he was spotted yeah. like an assassin or something. And yeah, and they tried to make him cool. And you know, he's still cool. He just needs some good writing. Well, he's he's definitely should be more. Like I said, I agree. He definitely should be more dangerous given his power set. Isn't because, he the perfect cloak villain? Mm-hmm. Cloak dagger villain. I mean, right, right. I think it's just. I think. I think the thing is maybe. The, I think the reason why they kind of figured that Spot was just kind of like oh because he looks stupid with all those little spots all over him. But at the same time, it's like you know. The guy does have the ability to literally create portholes in yeah. any, virtually anywhere and can cut them off every you know all time. I mean, he should be way. Yeah, but again, it, mm-hmm. oh yeah, he's one of the better. He's one of the better bad villains as Mark. Have we I, again? I, I mixed my pros and my cons up. What haven't we talked about with this issue? I I didn't particularly care for it. Um, I think it's. I think. I think. I think it's because of that one. I think. Probably that whole thing with the order of the spiders, that whole scene wasted. Yeah. And you're just like thinking, and then of course, spider Gwen's whole thing was like, you owe us some answers. And it's like, 
well, you're the ones who kind of butt yourself into this. And, and it almost became like a voice for the reader. Like, cause some readers are like, we demand answers now. And then others like, are like, well, yes, we deserve answers, but maybe later. And it's like, it would have been great if it ended with Mary Jane telling them that they can all, you know, go away. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, we ended up getting that extra page of them all going, well, you know, yeah. Maybe I we should call ourselves now. the order now. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> really, I really agree with what Adam's saying at this point. ASM volume five, 100. Do you, I think it's stretching, man. I really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, 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 you it's starting, you're starting to feel yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's um, just a hundred issues is a bit much. Mm-hmm. And, and plus you throw in the who's and the who's and the laws. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's as long way. as they're good like this, I'll take yeah. it. And here's my other question. And here's my other question. Where's Doctor Strange? Is he still in the astral plane fighting those demons? <laughs> he got the hell out of there. He's yeah, like, I'm he, hanging out with these losers. He needed their help after all. But he was all, oh, get out of here. I don't need your help to fight this demon Mary Jane. Well, yeah, I guess he should have, huh? He's, yeah, yeah. He's, he's still stuck, stuck down, down there. Apparently. He's still. He's, he's, he's waiting for a few months. He's waiting for a few months before the release of Spider-Man Three, so that you know. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. yeah. He, he's yeah. off uh, writing checks to Tobey Maguire to be in the movie. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. There was there was something that uh, Spider Man said to Norman, and I don't yeah. know if uh, I don't I, you know, because Peter's acting kind. Of, I mean, I think there's been you know some debate, uh, you know, as to whether or not Peter's all right in the head as well. Um, but Peter makes a comment when he tells Norman that Harry wasn't always the best friend, yeah. um, and you know I. I I hope that there's a little meaning behind that. And Spencer just didn't write it like Peter really mean. I mean, because let's talk about who wasn't a really good friend. <laughs> it was Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, uh, we all know why Peter is Spider-Man, of course. And we all know why Peter's driven to be Spider-Man, but also Spider-Man kind of, in, in a way, Peter's, Peter's a bit narcissistic, mm-hmm. self-indulgent, self-pitying, um, Spider-Man kind of sometimes is his crutch for when he can't deal with things, uh, you know, and, you know, Harry, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things. It was almost a wasted opportunity where, where I, you know, I would, if I were writing, which I'm not a writer and I'm not one, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't do this. There's no way I, I'm saying, Oh, I could write this better. But to me, this would have been a perfect opportunity for Norman to say, Oh, you want to know who was a lousy friend, you know, you know, back when I was halfway thinking straight, you know, I'd let you live with my son because I thought, Oh, my son needs a friend. My son needs a, a smart kid who can help him in school and who could yeah. stable and blah, 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 blah. You know, you're the one who failed here, bud, because you had to always go out and play superhero. Uh, you know, my son was falling apart and you didn't seem to notice or care, you yeah. know? Uh, so there was that, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if, you know, to me, that's a sin that ought to come around back to Peter too, is that he wasn't yeah. always the best friend either. And he's, you know, there is a certain, you know, Kendrick was right. There is a certain amount of hubris to mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Now we lost Kelly. Um, in about 10 minutes, we're going to start our spider news show. There, there's Kelly. Here she comes there. We lost you. Oh, oh, oh can you hear us? Kelly? Yeah. Hey, okay. I'm going to the top row. Okay. Hey. Yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. It's like, it's like a brain bunch. There you go, yeah. Mark. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> and everything was all right with the world. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, let's do some final thoughts. We're going to do a little, uh, break in between the shows. 
thank you to everybody who's watching. This is uh, nice, mm -hmm. really nice numbers tonight. So let's and, go around and Vinkman for opening his checkbook. <laughs> oh, Vinkman with the super chat. Thank you very much, sir. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Let's go around the horn. Dark Mark, final thoughts on this episode. Look, this, these comics right now that are coming out are driving so much um, uh, speculation and comments on the front page. I am loving this. This is, this is perfect. This is so much better than when you wrote me in on Amazing Grace uh, way back then. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I would much rather oh. be writing your reviews about these stories that I'm loving than to, uh, to write another slot review where I'm like, well, you know, mm -hmm. yep. same thing I've been complaining about, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, did, now, if they can only get a, an artist who's not phoning it in, it would be great. Uh, stop with the Bagley. I met him. He's yeah. a nice dude. Also, Josh, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Uh, did you yep. like Bagley before these issues? Bagley, I told you before, Bagley's fine. Uh, it's just these yeah. issues, he's not giving us his best work. And this I, don't, is I think the colorist and they have screwed him up. I don't think Bagley's changed that much. Well, who, wait, wait, well, who's doing the, who's doing the, uh, who's doing the, uh, the inking on this? I don't I mean, know. I but yeah, because that could be part of it too. Because that's always be, but his faces are always just off. You know, like, yeah. like when Martin Lee last issue, Martin Lee's mm -hmm. there. We had to have Mary uh, Aunt May go. Oh, it's Martin Lee because we're looking at going. I don't know who this guy. Is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's too much of that. I should be able to recognize the main characters in the book. I right. would agree that his Harry and Norman are a bit off. I will. Oh yeah, that. very much so. Kelly, um, final thoughts. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm enjoying the story still. I still think that um, Spencer is a very talented writer and I like where yeah. he's try trying to go. I just wish that there was a little bit more streamlining with editorial slightly. Uh, just because I do kind of feel like things now are just branches hanging. And after all of the slot stuff like that, I'm just a little burned by it. And I'm like, please take, like, let's finish a plot out before we go to the next one in yes. something, because I'm afraid he is never going to catch up, but that's, you know, that's just kind of my main concern right now, mm -hmm. but I'm enjoying the ride. And I like that. I like the ride too. Yeah. Gary wants to know, Jr. are we ever going to do a child within spider history? Yes, we yeah. will. You oh, that'd be good. Like, it's just uh, a matter of it's just a matter of lining up the month. I got to go back and and yeah, see what month it, it appeared in, so that I can make sure to because I've got two I want to do this year. I do want to do the Child Within, and I want to do Maximum Garbage. Oh, Maximum Carnage Spider History. That that sounds like I think that started in March or, or May or something like that. Uh, it's forever. That's for all I know. <laughs> let's see. Man, you guys are bashing Bagley. No, Mark. No, just me. I, just, <laughs> just, Mark. I love. just Mark. Just Mark is the one bashing him. I mean, I like. Um, I've always. I dig Bagley. Yes, because I know I you don't like the '90s cartoon much, Brad. But I thought they did a good job making Spot funny, dangerous, and sympathetic. Check it out again if you get a chance. Yeah, it's up on Disney uh, Plus. I guess I could. Yep. But mm -hmm. I got Spider Friends to watch before that. That's I'm gonna go back and look at the, the old uh, cartoons. Uh, I tell you, I hate having Disney. I have Disney Plus. What? I hate that you can go back in and find and see what other people are watching. <laughs> because <laughs> because Spencer you? came to me. He, he came in. Yeah. We were getting ready to watch Mandalorian or whatever. And he came. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm wasting a minute or whatever. But he came okay. in and said, hey, look at this. Dad's been watching uh, the Spider-Man cartoons. Look, trial, trial for the Green Goblin. And the Green Goblin. <laughs> Dad. So, <let's> <laughs> I swear. Welcome yeah. back. I know. I don't. 
did did I was I even heard at all? Because yeah, we heard you. Okay. No. All right, moment I started talking, it's like it's all internet good. decided to be horrible. Welcome okay, to Mike. Um, yeah. Mike, final thoughts. Um, yeah, even though I was kind of joking a little bit about comparing this story to J.J. Uh, Abrams' mystery box, that is kind of <laughs> what it feels like at this point. I mean, oh, yeah, it starts off great, but the whole problem, it's also kind of high. I mean, it is keeping us interested. I mean, we are it kind is. of intrigued. Like, we, we, what, care. We, we, we were as frustrated as I got from some of these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, we want to know what happens next. And the problem, I think, is sometimes that you can't keep having mystery, you know, keep opening a box and having another box inside and open that one like, a, Manu- like a Manushka dolls or something. Sure at some can. point, well, yeah, you probably <laughs> could. At some point, at some point, you got to start getting, you start kind of having to start wrapping up together rather than piling one mystery up another. And I think that's kind of getting, it's starting to get a little bit dragged out, especially with that line says, where, where literally almost like it's almost like the Spencer's saying, speaking to Jessica Drew, this is not over, it's only the beginning. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. You know, at some point, you gotta wrap it up, Spencer. I mean, yeah. As good as it is, I mean, you know, get to the, you know, get on with it. Kind of yeah, agreed. And, and, and very much padded to issue 100. I mean, I, I, mm-hmm. oh, I yeah. Think, I think You're it's almost it. a sure thing. Uh, yeah. JR, final thoughts. Well, I will say that this batch of issues, uh, mine, not counting the lure issue, this this batch was uh, better and more fun to talk about than some of the previous uh, batches we've had, you know, on the show. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I just hope we're going somewhere. You know? Right. So, yeah. We're going. It's going on. That's where it's we're going. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to. Uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody.